Welcome to Business Pants. We are free float. We are Matt, Ari, Jesse, Damien. Today's podcast, Business Pants Corporate Theater. Let me hand it off to our MC and get the show going. Our corporate theater players this week are the extraordinary Courtney Cook, Phil Hawk, Ashley Kutcher, and the titan of all things funny, Mark McGee. Each week, the hardworking crew here at Business Pants and Free Float will rip actual business news headlines from reputable news sources and hand those very real headlines directly over to our business pants corporate theater company who will then dramatize and satirize the stories so that the world can finally enjoy and yes maybe even understand the business news today on a very special and dystopian edition of business pants corporate theater We have fired all of our writers. Yay! I mean, boo. Hold on, hold on. Let me explain. There is a brand new and powerful AI chatbot taking over the interweb called ChatGPT. So powerful, in fact, the New York City public schools have already banned its students and teachers from using it. Why, you ask? Because there is growing concern that the tool, which generates eerily convincing responses and even essays in response to user prompts, could make it easier for students to cheat on assignments. An article on NPR about a young man trying to save us from chat GPT before it changes writing forever says that we may be heading towards a world where all of our written communication might become like a Hallmark card. Written without our own creativity, personality, ideas, emotions, or idiosyncrasies. So I thought, perfect! Fire the writers! And let's let ChatGPT write our corporate satire for us. And that's what we did. We very politely asked the powerful AI chatbot to write short comedy sketches for us. So for this week only, we will be taken over entirely by our race of Binary Eating Data Drones. As you are about to hear, we also eliminated all rehearsals this week. We wanted our performers to genuinely react to their new overlord playwrights. So be prepared to hear the occasional flub and chuckle in our first ever very real and very raw look at AI chatbot comedy sketch writing for Business Pants Corporate Satire. And you be the judge. Is written communication becoming like a Hallmark card? Up first, Amazon founder and former CEO Jeff Bezos and Google CEO Sundar Pichai are playing golf in a neat little piece called CEOs Playing Golf. CEOs Playing Golf. 
The sketch opens on a golf course. Jeff Bezos and Sundar Pichai are getting ready to tee off on the first hole. All right, Sundar, let's see what you got. I've heard you're pretty good at this golf thing. Uh, well, I've I, I played a few times. I, I wouldn't say I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be modest, Sundar. You're the CEO of Google. You must have plenty of practice time. Well, I guess. Uh, but, but you're the CEO of Amazon. You're probably played with all the big shots in the tech industry. Yeah, I have. But don't worry, I'll go easy on you. They tee off. Jeff's shot goes straight down the fairway, while Sundar's shot slices to the right and lands in the rough. Oh, oops! Sorry about that! <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. They walk down the fairway, chatting and laughing. <laughs> so, so Jeff, uh, I've been meaning to ask you, how do you manage to keep all those packages in the air with all those drones? <laughs> Trade secrets, Sundar. Can't give away all my secrets. <laughs> I, I understand. I wouldn't want to give away any of our search algorithms either. Exactly. They reach their balls and prepare to hit their second shots. <laughs> Sundar's ball is still in the rough, while Jeff's is on the fairway. Go ahead, Sundar. I'll give you a free drop. Oh, uh, really? Thanks, Jeff. Sundar hits his shot but it goes even further to the right and lands in a sand trap. Oh, great. This round is not going well for me. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We've got 17 more holes to play. They continue playing, with Jeff offering helpful tips and encouragement to Sundar. But despite Jeff's generosity, Sundar's game doesn't improve, and he loses the round to Jeff. As they shake hands on the 18th hole... Oh, well, that was a humbling experience. I don't think I've ever lost so badly on a golf course. Don't worry about it, Sundar. We all have our off days. Yeah, I guess so. But I'll be back for revenge next time. I look forward to it. The scene ends with them walking off the course. Jeff is smiling and Sundar is looking daunted. <laughs> Wow. I don't think we have anything to worry about here. I mean, the great thing is that, uh... What's funny about that? <laughs> so what did you think? Should I permanently fire our writers and replace them with the very free services of chat GPT? Here. Try another example of business pants corporate satire generated by AI. This one is called uh, CEO who apologizes for being a jerk. CEO who apologizes for being a jerk. Setting a conference room in a big corporate headquarters. The CEO, Jim is sitting at the head of the conference table, looking uncomfortable. The rest of the room is filled with employees, all staring at Jim expectantly. <clears throat> all right, uh, listen up, everyone. Uh, I know you're all wondering why I called this meeting. The truth is, I have something I need to say to all of you. <laughs> employees lean forward, looking curious. 
I know I've been a bit of a jerk lately. I've been short with people. I I've been rude, and I've been generally difficult to work with. And for that, I want to apologize. Employees murmur among themselves, looking shocked. I know, I know. It's not like me to apologize, but, but I've been doing some thinking lately, and I realize that I've been so focused on making this company successful that I've lost sight of what's truly important, and that's all of you. Employees look touched, and a few wipe away tears. So from now on, I promise to be a better boss. I'll listen to your ideas, I'll be more patient, and I'll do my best to make this company a great place to work. Oh. Employees, employees burst into applause, and, oh. and, and Jim grins, relieved. And to show my commitment, I've arranged for a company-wide ice cream party on Friday. So get ready to eat some cake and enjoy! Employees cheer. Jim stands up and leaves the conference room. Do you believe that? The boss is a changed man! Mmm, let's wait and see. But the ice cream party's a nice touch. Employees leave the conference room. The lights dim out. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It's like a bad translation. It is. Or how about this one? The prompt to the AI was very simple. Write a play about a corrupt CEO. The fall of a titan. Act one, scene one. The stage is set as an executive boardroom with a large table and high-backed chairs. At the head of the table sits Mr. Big, the CEO of a powerful corporation. Several other executives are seated around the table, looking serious. A secretary, Mary, is seated at a small desk off to the side, typing on a computer. As you all know, our company has been performing extremely well. We're on track to hit our quarterly earnings targets, and we've been making some very profitable investments. Yes, the company is doing great. But we can always do better. And I have a plan to take us to the next level. He looks around the table, making eye contact with each executive. I propose that we engage in some insider trading. Insider trading? That's illegal! <laughs> not if you're not caught! All of the executives look around at each other nervously. Look, we all know that the market is unpredictable. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. But with insider information... We can stack the deck in our <laughs> we can stack the deck in our favor. And the best part is the risks are minimal. Uh, I don't know, Mr. Big. It just doesn't seem it doesn't feel right. Look, I built this company from the ground up. I know what's best for it, and I'm telling you, insider trading is the way to go. Are you with me or not? <laughs> All of the executives reluctantly nod their heads. Excellent. Mary, get the legal team on the phone. We have some deals to make. <laughs> Mary? The, the scene ends with the executives looking worried and guilty as Mr. Big starts to make phone calls. <laughs> Act 1, Scene 2. 
Fast forward few months. The stage is again set as an executive boardroom. But this time, the atmosphere is tense. <laughs> as Mr. Big is in the center of the room, being confronted by the investigator, who is a government official. Mr. Big, we have enough evidence to arrest you and your entire executive team for insider trading. Uh, there must be s some mistake. We haven't done anything wrong. Uh, look at these papers. The evidence suggests otherwise. You and your team were caught on tape discussing illegal insider trading deals. Uh, uh, I don't know what to say. I suggest you start cooperating with the government and make a deal for leniency. Mr. Big looks around the room at his fellow executives who are all being let out in handcuffs. He hangs his head in shame and is let out of the room by the investigator. Epilogue. The stage is dark, a spotlight on the empty CEO's chair. The CEO and the executives were sentenced to prison for insider trading. <laughs> The company's reputation and stock value were severely damaged, and investors lost millions of dollars. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Where's Mary? Poor Mary. She's not involved. This next piece written by AI software ChatGPT is quite fascinating, actually. I prompted the AI tool to write a comedy sketch about ESG pizza. That's it. ESG pizza. The results are quite fascinating. ESG pizza, a comedy in three acts. Act 1 The stage is set as a small pizzeria in a bustling city The owner, Frank, is in the back Rolling dough and shouting <laughs> orders to his employees The bell on the door rings and in walks Jen A young, idealistic businesswoman She approaches the counter Hi, I'm looking for the owner of this pizzeria that's me! How can I help you? Uh, my name is Jen, and I'm here to talk to you about ESG. Uh, ESG? Like ESP? <laughs> no, no, not ESP. ESG. <laughs> Environmental, social, and governance. It's, it's a way for companies to measure their impact on the world. Sounds like a bunch of hippie nonsense to me. It's not nonsense. It's it's a way for companies like yours to show that you care about more than just making money. Think about it. Your pizza is made with ingredients from all over the world. What kind of impact is that having on the environment? Hey, we source our ingredients from local farmers as much as possible. That's a start, but it's not enough. You could be doing more. Using more sustainable packaging, for example, or supporting local charities. I never thought about that before. And that's why I'm here. I can help you implement ESG practices in your business. And you'll be surprised at how much it can benefit you in the long run. Really? Tell me more. <laughs> they start talking and the curtain falls. <laughs> Act 2. The curtain rises again. And the stage is set a month later. 
The pizzeria is bustling with customers, and Jen can be seen talking to Frank, who is holding a large cardboard box labeled Recyclable Packaging. Look at you, Frank. Your pizzeria is now a shining example of sustainable business practices. I never thought it would be so easy. And it's been good for business, too. That's the beauty of it. By doing good, you're also doing well. And this recyclable packaging has been a hit with customers. I even had a few restaurants ask me where I got it. I'm glad you're happy. And now, it's time for the next step in our ESG journey. What's next? Community outreach. We're going to start by hosting a fundraiser for a local charity, and it's going to be fun. Oh, that sounds like a great idea. They start talking and organizing the event, and the curtain falls. (laughs) (laughs) That was a short comedy sketch called ESG Pizza, written entirely by... Artificial intelligence. I loved especially how the AI writer had to clarify what ESG stood for. That no, she was not talking about ESP, but she was talking about a whole different concept called ESG. This next sketch written by AI is a wonderful one called CEO fighting with a board of directors while eating bagels. CEO fighting with a board of directors while eating bagels. The sketch takes place in a boardroom. The CEO, Jim, is sitting at the head of the table surrounded by the board of directors. The table is filled with bagels and cream cheese. (laughs) Jim is visibly agitated and is struggling to talk through a mouthful of bagel. (laughs) I can't can't believe you guys. I've been working my butt off to make this company successful and all you can do is sit here and nitpick. Jim. (laughs) Jim, we're just trying to help. Your numbers are down. And we're worried about the company's performance. I don't need your help. I know what I'm doing. But Jim, you've been cutting corners and not investing in R&D. How are we supposed to keep up with the competition? Competition can go to hell. I've had this, uh, I've got this under control. Oh, we can tell. By the way, uh, you have uh, cream cheese on your tie. Jim looks down and sees the cream cheese on his tie. He lets out a frustrated scream. This is the last straw. I quit. Jim stands up and starts to leave. Jim, wait. What? We were just kidding about the cream cheese. Oh, thank goodness. I thought I was out of a job. Now get back to work and eat a bagel. All right. All right, but can we talk about R&D later? Sure thing, boss. Jim sits back down, and the scene ends with Jim taking a big bite of his bagel and the board members looking on in amusement. 
the next two sketches on our extremely special edition of Business Plants Corporate Theatre, where all the comedy is written by powerful AI tool OpenGPT, are called CEO who chooses his chairman over his wife and co-CEOs who fight about everything. CEO who chooses his chairman over his wife. Act 1, Scene 1. The stage is set with a large office, complete with a desk, a conference table, and several chairs. At the desk sits the CEO, Jim, who is on the phone. He is dressed in a suit and tie and appears to be in his late 40s. He is speaking in a tone that suggests he is angry and stressed. He hangs up the phone as the curtain opens. That was the chairman. He's expecting me to present the new proposal at the meeting tomorrow. He's counting on me to save the company. But what about my wife? I haven't seen her in days. I promised her I would take her out tonight, but I can't. Not with the meeting tomorrow. The door opens, and Jim's wife, Sarah, enters. She is dressed in a casual outfit and appears to be in her mid-forties. She looks tired and worried. Jim, you're still here. I thought you were taking me out tonight. I'm sorry, Sarah, I can't. The chairman needs me to work on a proposal for tomorrow's meeting. But you promised... We never spend time together anymore. I know, but the company is in trouble. I have to save it. And what about us? We're in trouble too, Jim. I know, but I can't just ignore my responsibilities as CEO. Can't you delegate some of the work? Or or maybe even take a break? No, I have to see this through. I'm sorry, Sarah. Sarah looks at Jim disappointed and hurt. She turns to leave, but stops and looks back at Jim. I hope it's worth it. Sarah exits. Jim sits at his desk, deep in thought. He looks torn between his duty as CEO and his love for his wife. The scene ends and the curtain closes. Act 2, Scene (laughs) 1. The stage is set in the conference room of the office building. Jim is standing in front of a large display with the chairman, Mr. Smith, and the board of directors seated at the conference table. Jim is dressed in a formal suit and tie, and he appears to be confident and in control. Ladies and gentlemen, I have put together a proposal that will not only save this company, but also make it one of the most profitable in the industry. He turns on the display, showing a detailed plan for the company's future. Excellent work, Jim. This proposal will secure our future. Thank you, Mr. Smith. I've worked hard to put this together. The board members all agree, and they vote to approve the proposal. Jim looks pleased and relieved. The scene ends and the curtain closes. Act 3, Scene 1. 
The stage is set in Jim and Sarah's living room. Sarah is sitting on the couch, looking sad and lonely. Jim enters, looking tired and stressed. I guess it just maybe has a character limit, and it cuts off because it even starts. It even has Jim. I feel so so cheated. Cheated. I I want to know what happens to Sarah. I'm gonna get. She probably is like. Well, he it said just what the title said. He chose the chairman over the. Well, the good news is the next one. I the next prompt, I entered, which was co CEOs who fight about everything, is Jim and Sarah. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Straight on in. Uh, Okay. Co CEOs who fight about everything. (laughs) The scene opens with two co CEOs, Jim and Sarah sitting at a conference table in their office. They both have name tags that say... (laughs) (laughs) They both have name tags that say CEO on them. They are both dressed in business attire and appear to be in a heated discussion. I can't believe you want to change the color of the office walls. We agreed on beige. But, but, but beige is so boring. I think we should go with something more vibrant, like orange. Orange? Are you kidding me? That's the color of a construction cone. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. CEO. I didn't... <laughs> I didn't realize that beige was the official color of success. You know what, Sarah? <laughs> I'm tired of you second-guessing everything I said. And I'm tired of you acting like you know everything. They both stand up and start arguing loudly, pointing at each other and gesturing wildly. You're always trying to change things just for the sake of change. Huh? And you're always trying to keep everything the same. They both pause for a moment, catching their breath. Uh, You know what, Sarah? Maybe we should both take a step back and try to see things from each other's perspective. You know what, Jim? Maybe you're right. They both sit back down, looking thoughtfully at each other. So, what color do you think the wall should be? I'm thinking maybe something in between beige... (laughs) Between beige and orange, like peach. Peach? (laughs) Really? Just kidding. How about we stick with beige? Okay, fine. Beige it is. (laughs) They both high-five each other and the scene ends. Okay, that was funny. Ah, Come on. That was the best one. That's That's a good scene. I like that. Wait, wait. They don't even compromise. I mean, (laughs) there's no... Oh, my God. Jim wins, right? No, No, Jim and Beige win. Yeah, Beige wins. That's it. That's all the time we have tonight, folks. I hope you enjoyed our very special edition of Business Man's Corporate Theater. Our look at the future. Where all art has been replaced by AI algorithms and chatbot shenanigans. What did you think? of the future. (laughs) 
we are Bored Sabermetrics, and we will be back tomorrow without this silly voice, I promise. And please, go ahead, share this podcast with your pals.